0: Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings quarterback, said he's really not afraid of the China coronavirus, and the media reacted. Well, as you'd expect them to react, how dare you? Don't you know, Kirk, that we're all going to die if we don't wear our masks and hide inside? Well, Kirk Cousins is buying none of it, and he shouldn't. As we saw once again from one of our leaders, we're all being played. Nancy Pelosi turns out to be the biggest hypocrite on planet earth and the biggest liar too. We'll get into all that about Pelosi and cousins and so many others, more, more small businesses being crushed by governors and uh, more censorship from uh, Facebook and Twitter. Where do you hear what Jacob Blake senior who's meeting with Biden today? Where do you hear what he has been posting on Facebook? It is bizarre. Uh, Turtle Boy knows all about big tech censorship. We'll get into that with him. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we are presented, as always, by our friends at DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Colleen, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, before we get to uh, lots of stuff, before we get to Kirk Cousins and Nancy Pelosi, that poor thing, you know, that poor victim, Nancy Pelosi, and Before we get to uh, Kennedy and Marky and uh, Cuomo and uh, lots of other things, we have to acknowledge, recognize, celebrate our milestones. Last time uh, Turtle Boy was here, he was close. He was close to 100 million clicks. He passed it. Congratulations, Aiden! 100 million clicks for for, uh, the, the weird Worcester blogger, who is rarely acknowledged in the mainstream media, but God knows people have found him. Is that what it is, is that what we're calling a hundred million clicks? Hundred million page views, page. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. If
1: you'd like, I mean, it's totally up to you. We can we can give you two minutes right now to just thank Jerry for making you relevant. If you. That's like, a, a you'd good up. point. It's a yeah. good. point. Well, go, go, go right ahead if you'd like. <laughs> where, where would you be? Where would you be without me?
2: I would you know? be nowhere. Obviously, you guys uh, have carried <laughs> my entire career. Everything I do goes through you. I have to get approval of you before posting a blog. So I thank you for
0: that. And as I said in March, I said, you know, certain people are going to thrive in this environment, in this pandemic. And I said, Turtle Boy is one of them. And you have you have exposed more phonies, more frauds. Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't have the Pelosi story first, because that's been your beat. And you've done a great job of uh, exposing the Karens and the hypocrites out there. Uh, I don't know how much longer this is going to last, at least till November 4th, let's be honest. But uh, you got to check out TB Daily News. And follow Turtle Boy because uh he is the he is the guy breaking all the stories. He's the best journalist in New England. <clears throat> and it's no surprise you got a hundred million page views. He we had uh three million downloads. Of course, we had it like a few weeks ago. Dave forgot to mention it yeah. to me. I said one day I said, Did we ever get to that three million mark? He said, Oh yeah, it was it was a while ago. But anyway, we uh we sent out the uh uh, the tweet a couple of days ago. I mean, by the way, I didn't
1: even tag you on the tweet, so you didn't even know that the tweet went out. <laughs> I know. I saw you mentioned it. You did it it's late. Well oiled machine on this podcast. It really is. Yes, yes, but uh,
0: onward and upward to our next three million. We get like thirty six hundred uh, uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty good, and uh, and things are uh, are cranking. And it's you know still pandemic. It's still. Uh, someone was asking me about that yesterday you know, how are your numbers? I said, remarkably good, because at the beginning of this, do you remember, uh, we're thinking no one's going to be listening. I mean, this is a pandemic. We're all going to die. And you're thinking, we we can't do it. We can't talk about sports. You know, we can't, you know, do what we do because, you know, this is a crisis. And I think we've come out of it. We've pivoted pretty well. We pivoted to pandemic uh, initially and then lockdowns and then riots and it all, and we've tied it all into one neat package every day. And uh, thanks to everybody who's uh, checked this out and checked out TB Daily News. But like I said, we we tie this stuff into a nice, neat little package almost every day. And things like this Kirk Cousins story is it uh, amazes me for for two reasons. It amazes me that the the, the blowback, the criticism Kirk Cousins got for. Uh, for uh, acting so cavalier, for reacting so cavalierly to this deadly pandemic, which has killed you know millions of people around the world, that's one thing. The other thing is, this guy, this 32- year-old, healthy guy, athlete guy I mean, great, guy's in great shape, he actually thinks he might die from the virus. I, I think he's a fairly smart guy. He has not really read up, has he? He's not really aware how this virus works if he thinks it might kill him. Uh, Let's play Kirk Cousins, and then we can have your reaction. And I'd like to hear about your efforts to try to get the virus. There aren't too many people I've seen out there making an effort to get the virus. But let's listen to Kirk Cousins and his controversial comments about coronavirus.
3: At the same time, if, if that's the protocol and we have to abide by it to have a season, we've got to find a way to make it work.
1: On that spectrum, if one is the person who says masks are stupid, you are all a bunch of lemmings, and 10 is I'm not leaving my master bathroom for the next
3: 10 years, where do you land? (laughs) I'm not going to call anybody stupid for the trouble (laughs) it could get me in, but I'm about a .00001. Really? How come? Yeah, you know, I just... uh, I, again, I want to respect what other people's concerns are, but for me personally, if you're just talking, no one else can get the virus. What is your concern? If you could get it, i I would say I'm going to, I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course, uh, uh, survival of the fittest kind of an approach and just say, yeah. if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Uh, you know, even if I die, if I die, I die. I kind of have peace about that. So that's, that's really where I fall on it. So my opinion, you know, wearing a mask and and is really about being respectful to other people. It really has nothing to do with my own personal, personal thoughts.
1: Bingo. So that, that, that right there is totally fine. That's why all the shit was taken out of context because he's right. he, yeah he's wearing. I a
0: mean, the same reason I wear a mask is the same reason most people wear a mask. They know they don't think it's gonna help if if they read anything. They know it really doesn't. I mean, CDC. Itself has admitted that they don't know if masks work, particularly outside, walking around, running, jogging, biking. It's, it's nuts. But if it makes other people feel good, if it's going to prevent you from getting in a fist fight in the middle of a grocery store, you do it. That's, that's what Kirk Cousins is saying. And that's what most people think. I'm not, I'm not sure how that's controversial in any way.
2: It's not controversial. The The mask has been about vanity for quite some time now. It's just a political statement almost. You're putting it on. Right. I mean, I do it sometimes and I'm just looking around like we all do it because everyone else is doing it, but exactly. nobody, nobody thinks for a second. I mean, we keep in mind the first two months of this outbreak, nobody was wearing a mask. I mean, people were crowding in New York subways without masks on and nobody thought anything of it. Now we've just created this culture three months later where it's like
0: unheard of to be seen outside. They, without I, they, a they told on. us not to Aiden, they, the surgeon general kind of mocked the concept, said, you don't need a mask. Fauci said, don't wear a mask. Ouch. And there was never a point where they said, boom, we just did this uh, this experiment. And when we learned that masks save lives, it's just a way to make people feel better and, and a way to keep the fear going. They need the fear uh, to be a part of our lives until November 4th or November 3rd. That's the goal. And some people are onto it. Some people understand now. You understand. I understand that we've been played, that it's all about power. It's all about fear. Kirk Cousins doesn't sound like he's uh, well-read on the subject. I mean, like he, an average 32-year-old guy, he knows he's not going to get it or well, he thinks he's not going to get it. And he just kind of cavalierly says, if I die, I die. That some people off. Like, yeah, you, know, how you say that? people are dying, but not – Thirty, not healthy. Thirty-two year olds. He knows that. I mean, and nobody I cares that. Like,
2: I mean, he's 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 a thirty-two year old man choosing to play football, which will odds are shorten his life, right? <laughs> or you know, cause impacts on his children. These people often quarterbacks have issues with their children because they get so many knocks to the head, and uh, everybody's fine. Nobody's complaining about that. But God forbid Kirk Cousin get coronavirus. He might get a cold. <laughs>
0: And, and he knows it, and he says point oh 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 one, which is about the uh, chances of him getting it and dying from it. It's literally zero. The thing that amazes me, and I've been saying it all week, I thought it was a game changer. Last time we talked, we, we mentioned this uh, CDC study that came out, I believe, six days ago, uh, or this statement, this concession, that uh, it's only been 9,200 people who've died for the coronavirus. The other 180,000 died of of a combination of COVID and other fatal uh, illnesses, other comorbidities. Last night or yesterday, Tom Seaver passed away. Mets legend, former Red Sox pitcher Tom Seaver, 75 years old. He died of Lewy body dementia, which is one of the worst ways to die. It's brutal, and you can see learn all about it from mom. from Robin Williams, uh, this, I think Netflix has a new special on uh, the, the demise, the death of Robin Williams, who died of the same thing. It's, it involves hallucinations and nightmares. It's just brutal. And COVID. So Tom Seaver died of Louis body dementia and uh, coronavirus. Does that count as a coronavirus? Of course death? it does. Of course, of course that course, counts. Yes, but but trust me, it's not it's not a big. If it if it accelerated it for him. That's a good thing, because yeah, living, as, as Robin Williams showed, he couldn't live with it. He killed himself. He couldn't take it anymore. But the idea, and, and this is amazing to me, Trump retweeted something about the, the CDC's uh, revised numbers, and the New York Times called it a, like, wacky or nutty conspiracy theory. The CDC report that the average uh, decedent, the average uh, person who died, allegedly, of COVID uh, had two and a half, 25 25 other fatal conditions, other comorbidities. It's a big. It's a big lie. It's not. Uh, it's not uh, killing hundreds of thousands of people. It's not killing anybody. Literally anybody who's young and healthy when they get it. And and some somehow. And you see it. You write about it. Somehow they're continuing to perpetuate this myth. And I know why. We know why they want to stop Trump. Teachers, teachers' unions don't want to go back to work. They want to keep the vacation going, so they're going to continue this lie.
2: Well, but I mean, at some point, don't I, we, that's what we I'm all have to- right now, Jerry. It's like my kids are in there watching Papa Pig because you know the wife is at work and my daughter should be in school right now, but she's not, so she's watching Papa Pig.
0: It's disgusting. It's, 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 it's incredible, it. and I, and I wonder. I guess I I don't wonder. I know when it's all going to change. November. I know. What this is all about. But it amazes me how many lemmings, how many people just blindly follow and think, you know, if, if they get the virus, smart people. I know some smart people in their, you know, 30s and 40s who think, uh, or even their 20s, you know, my kids' age, they, they, they're friends of my daughter, and they think that if they get the virus, they might die. If they get the virus, you know, the world's going to end. And I'm like, have you read up? But you, you know, know what they do? These these are generally they're not you know smart conservative people like you and me. These are exactly. people who are literally getting their news from John Oliver, and so Ooh, they that think that's so good. So they think that you know this is much much worse than it is. And what happened when the CDC report came out is obviously Trump you know ran with it. You and I talked about it. And the the liberal media, which is most of the media, went into overdrive to suppress it, to stop it from getting out there. Not some report from, you know, uh, uh, Scott Atlas or some report from, uh, you know, some right wing think tank from the CDC. And they said, the, and and the as you know, who
2: has COVID now? I saw a, 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 the the Rock has COVID, Jerry. He was, the rock, was on there yesterday. The, the the Rock, like pure, pure fair, right. And he's like my whole. And he's on. He went on there yesterday, and he's like, like this whole. I've, I've, I've been through a lot in my life. I've played football. I've done this, but we've never had a challenge quite like this. My wife and my kids have coronavirus. Have,
0: have, have a cold.
2: <laughs> yeah, like nothing's gonna happen to them. Like they, they probably don't even have a cold, Jerry. Most people who get COVID don't even know they had it. I mean, it's the weakest disease I've ever. It's the weirdest disease because it can be so deadly to you if you are extremely vulnerable. But if you are sick. Nothing like the cold is more dangerous and more just annoying to your lifestyle than COVID is. It does, you don't even know you have it. For and
0: out and loud. Think about it. You mentioned it earlier. Football players, NFL players. I mean, these are the most fearless warriors we have in sports. I mean, these guys take the field knowing they could, you know, end up like Alex Smith with, you know, 27 surgeries and s- snapping their femur. They could end up like Daryl Stingley or Dennis Bird. They can end up in a wheelchair. They, these guys, Don't for a second think (laughs) if they're being honest. Think I better not go play. I better not go back to work because I might get the flu. It is the and the other thing I think the CDC report and more just more information has done has exposed people like Kevin Warren, the uh, commissioner of the Big Ten, and you know uh, uh, other school presidents and chancellors and deans and, and athletic directors. I mean, we now know. Kevin Warren is a, a political hack who wants to stop Trump, like a lot of academics. He wants Didn't to he stop.
2: With Trump? Didn't he meet with Trump the other day?
0: Uh, uh, yep. Uh, Clay Travis set up a phone call and, tr- and Trump talked about it, said it was a good phone call. He, he he wants the big 10 back. The pressure is on. The big 10 is coming back. The, I think the big lie, I think this is a great story and it's not because, you know, we get to watch, you know, Michigan, Ohio state. It's because, these people, Kevin Warren and others, were exposed. Wouldn't you agree that that they weren't doing this for safety reasons? We all know that, right? They weren't doing this for health, to keep you know, Justin Fields healthy. They weren't. They were doing it for political reasons, just like a lot of academics, principals, superintendents are keeping kids out of school, not for the kids, not for safety, for political reasons. So when this report came out, I think it was a great move for Trump to talk to him because- He'll, he just is putting the pressure directly on the guy who's responsible for the Big Ten not playing like this weekend. He's putting it right on him. The parents are helping, by the way. You saw that big protest uh, from the parents of the players in the Big Ten. I think it comes back in October and plays, I don't know, 10 games maybe, ends in December. And there will be very little uh, problem, as you know. I mean, there's been no problems with the NHL. The, the NBA, MLB, there's been no great outbreak. Um, what's uh, Again, with Clay Travis, he compiled a list of all the, the he calls them the Corona Bros, all the people who said we're all going to die if they play football. And it's like every, every one of these mainstream media football writers was saying, we can't have football. And they don't really know why. They just, they just don't want any of us to return to a normal life. We are. It's happening. And they can't stand it, you know. They can't stand the fact that 19-year-old kids are going to go out and play football on Saturday. It's it's it's, it's no, but it's they real. can't
2: stand the fact, real. Jerry, that Trump will get credited with the win in this one. That's what they can't stand about this because Trump has been very vocal about the Big Ten playing football. He's not stupid. He knows who's in the Big Ten: Pennsylvania, Minnesota. Iowa, Wisconsin. Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. These are swing states, all of them. And it's extremely popular in these states to play college football. It's all right. they have in many cases. And obviously trying to get them to play football again, going against the wishes of Gretchen Whitmer when she says no football and then getting football is going to be a very popular move in Michigan because they don't care about the Detroit Lions. They are the care of Michigan and Michigan State. So, this is a brilliant move on his part, and it's going to work out. And it's, I mean, it's sad. Think
0: situation. of how silly it's going to look like. How silly next week. Well, tonight, there's another, the first, uh, the first big FBS game, big, well, whatever, South Alabama and whatever it is. Um, uh, and then this weekend, you're going to see Alabama and LSU playing. You're going to see uh, college football all over the country. And people in Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin are going, what about us? What about us? These kids, the players are in school. They're at practice. They're in the locker room. They're in the gym. They're again, you know, they're going to parties. They're playing pickup basketball. They're doing all these things. But Gretchen Whitmer and Kevin Warren will not allow them to actually put the helmet on and go out in the field and play a real game for safety reasons. See, I think it's a great, you're right, a great issue for Trump, not just because they're battleground states, because it is so It is exposing the lies. It is exposing the agenda. And that is a good thing for all of us.
2: It is kind of about battleground states because notice he didn't invite the PAC 12 commissioner to the White House, did he? He didn't want to because he's like, I I, Washington, Oregon and California. I I can't win those states. Yeah, they would tell the do care? and and they don't care about. I mean, that's that's what this is real. Like, obviously, people. If you go to the Pac-12, you're not going. You're not going there because you know. I mean, I guess they do send some players to the NFL, but you're not. It's 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 not a real conference. It's not the same thing as the SEC. You're the Big Ten of
0: well, actually, in California, I think they can't even go to school. We'll get to California. It's yes. just insane. The California is just an insane place and. It's not really America. It's just this. It's, no. I mean, we should. They should secede. They really should. But we'll get to California. And you're also talking about high school football, which is big in these places. And even if it's not big, you're telling a kid, a 17-year-old, 16-year-old who lives for football, loves football. You know, that's, you know, some big kid. That's his life. That's his his identity. That's where he gets his, his, his self-esteem from football. You're saying, you can't play. And the parents and the kids are going, why not? Why not? You can't explain it. You can't say, "Well, you might get the virus." Well, no, I probably won't. I'm a kid, and if I do, so what? I mean, I think over time, even you know, even Democrats are, lo- are learning that the truth about this, and they are forced to lie. They are forced to continue this cover up, and you can only cover up stuff for so long, right? I mean, you can only lie for so long before everybody gets wind of it. That's the way I look at it. And what that's what Trump has done with the with the focusing on the Big Ten, but he could focus on high school football, which is pretty damn popular in much of the country. Uh it's a it's a winning issue. He's won this. And when you hear, again back to Kirk Cousins, when you hear him criticized, and, and our friend Alex Rema wrote a column criticizing him for Forbes, it's it's absurd. He's not talk, talking about, oh, but what about the heart conditions that some people get they get heart we, – we know this every year. Before coronavirus, there are kids with heart conditions that are dying every year. They get the flu, and it exacerbates their their heart condition. It's happened. It's not uh, – it, it's an outlier. It's not something – there's not going to be an outbreak of kids with heart conditions if they go play football. It's, it's just an absurd – it's a canard. And I think guys like Kirk Cousins uh, inadvertently are uh, showing the way players – feel about this they're th- these guys feel like they're bulletproof anyway you know they feel like they're uh invulnerable well, anyway
2: why, i mean how do you explain time out how do you explain dante hightower and patrick
0: chung how do you explain that then well i i think uh, guys uh, some guys i think are using it they're using it as an excuse to sit out get uh, uh guys who are injured guys like hightower, dante hightower chung,
2: 30 years old he wants to take a He wants to
0: spend one – of Dante Hightower's career isn't that much longer. He wants to waste a year? He wants to waste a year. To heal up, it assures him of uh, uh, whatever, coming back next year. They give him enough money to – coming back next year healthy, and they just use it as an excuse. Um, Either that or they're ignorant, or both. I mean, mean, if they think they're going to get the virus and die, don't you think guys like that now are looking and going – I guess I really didn't uh, understand the risk, you know. I I I read the New York Times, you know, I watched uh Anderson Cooper, he said I was going to die and and they're realizing now uh that there was no great risk. They're going to see when the season starts, maybe they'll feel like damn, I wish I were out there with my teammates, but they're going to see that this was not uh a, a great risk to their health or their teammates. They're going to say Wow! No, there was no outbreak in the NHL or MLB or NBA or, or college football. We've gone over this before. These colleges are practicing, and there's no outbreak. You know, there's there's you know, there's no one dropping dead on the practice field for coronavirus. It was a big lie. All of it. Every single thing you heard was a big lie. The mask mandate. I mean, let's let's get to the big.
1: It, let, me just, let me just ask something, though, quick, and I don't want to play, like, sports radio for a second, but the Patriots had eight opt-outs. There has to be some kind of, like, organizational uh, approach that was taken for them to lead the league in opt-outs like that. What's the next closest, two? Yeah,
0: I think it was two. I mean, uh, it, I, I think they made it easy. They encouraged it for some guys. It's a rebuilding year in their mind, and they assure them that they still have them locked up and under contract next year. So it's, it's and, They did and,
2: that before it, Cam Newton, too.
0: Yeah. But, it, I mean, the they idea that, that they're tanking – the silliest idea, the silliest suggestion was that they were tanking for Trevor. They were never going to tank for Trevor. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, my team, you know, my man Tyler Eifert's team, they're tanking for Trevor. Uh, they, You know, they just cut Leonard Fournette. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They're tanking for Trevor. Good luck to them. I'm a big Jags fan. But the Patriots – I mean, you're going to have to win two games or one game or no games. That's what it takes. Zero, one, probably – maybe two, to get Trevor. Does anyone think Bill Belichick, whether Kim Newton were here or not, is going to win one game? (laughs) He doesn't have it in him. He He was never, ever, and his division is still lousy. Uh, There was no way he was ever tanking for Trevor. It wasn't going to happen. It isn't going to happen, but, you know, uh,
1: I think – He had to go on some kind of rant to say expectations aren't high, so if you want to take the year off and take care of yourself, go ahead. Like he had to say that was it. exactly that was yeah. it
0: when they said, if you feel safer doing it, do it, you know, and then we got you locked up for another year. And most of the guys who did it, you know, they would mention like Chung mentioned his father, who's like 80 or something. Most of the guys who did it are, you know, injury prone, banged up, guys. you know, the Hightower and Chung, these guys are hurt all the time. They're looking at it as a chance to heal their body. Make a you know get a little advance on their their contract for next year and just play another year on the back end. It's, How old is Chung? He's old as hell. Yeah, he's Well, we can uh, look that up right now if he you'd like. Or to take a year off? That's crazy. What you he don't think he's, he's,
2: he's, right, he's gonna sell cocaine? Didn't he? Remember he got arrested yeah, for cocaine? Yeah. Whatever happened with that?
0: Nothing. It was amazing and nothing. Uh, uh, but he's he's the one. You know, he thinks that he's protecting his eighty year old father. I think you know. Kalanin's uh, right. I think they encourage him, take a year off, heal up. You know, get back, come back next year stronger. He is 33; just turned 33. I don't know how uh, how much longer he can play, but he probably, you know, wakes up sore and banged up and says, "I could use a year to heal up." Maybe, maybe they'll all regret it. Maybe they'll all watch the, game, the first game next week and say, "Damn, I wish I were out there with my teammates." But um, it, I think that's going to happen. I think that's already happened with you know NHL and NBA guys and baseball you know like David Price saying oh I'm looking out for my family a freaking pitcher who plays once every 5 days baseball doesn't touch anybody and he thinks that he's looking out for his family by not going to work I mean it's 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 there's two kinds of people right those who are falling for the big lie those who are being played and then there're the skeptics the healthy skeptics like you and me and and you know like People like Kirk Cousins who are paying attention and understand there's no risk. And well, it's summertime, it's crazy hot outside, and we all know that we should drink more water, especially in the summer. But by the time you're feeling thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated and you can't focus. You feel tired. Well, drinking enough water is critical for a healthy lifestyle, it increases your brain power and boosts your productivity. It prevents headaches and increases your focus. It improves your skin and your mood. It helps your digestion and it gives you energy. It can even help you lose weight. But how much water should you drink every day? 10 cups, a gallon? The good news is it doesn't have to be so complicated. That's why I start my day with hydrant. Hydrant helps you hydrate faster. Simple. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly in the water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going longer. Each rapid hydration mix has four essential electrolytes that your body needs. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. And it packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. And Hydrant is backed by research. The formula was developed by an Oxford scientist, and it's loved by pro athletes, top performers, celebrities, and has thousands of five-star reviews. It's made with real fruit juice powder, and it comes in a variety of flavors, including new summer-friendly iced tea, lemonade, and fruit punch. I, my favorite, I got them all. Got them all. My favorite's Blood Orange. I like the Blood Orange. Sounds uh, weird, but it's good stuff. It, Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply. Save even more with a monthly subscription. We've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash Callahan to enter our promo code Callahan at checkout. That's drink. Drinkhydrant.com slash Callahan and enter promo code Callahan for 25% off your first order. Drinkhydrant.com slash Callahan and enter promo code Callahan to save 25%. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. There's uh, a few turning points. There's not just one turning point, but there's a few turning points. And I think yesterday when that Nancy Pelosi story broke, and I can't speak for you know every media outlet. I'm not sure how hard CNN and Washington Post are working to cover it up or cover for her. I'm sure they're working hard. But if you're paying attention to the news, if you're watching that video, reading that story, you understand just how much the American public is being played by the powers that be. This is The greatest example of of, of liberal hypocrisy, the greatest example of privilege and power you will ever see. Nancy Pelosi, just a few days ago, was ripping Donald Trump for not wearing a mask. She was saying, if you don't wear a mask, you know, you're putting all our lives in jeopardy. It was a big lie, just like most of the, you know, the uh, political speeches that we've heard about the masks and about the virus. She was lying to you. She is a liar and a hypocrite. And I got to say, it was great to see her. This this salon owner, her name is Erica Kios. Her life is ruined, but she did a great service for the country. Uh, would you agree uh, sharing that video?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she was on Tucker last night, too. You saw that? Yes.
0: yes. And- she said. She said she's being harassed death threats, Yelp reviews, destroying her. I mean, it is amazing how little sympathy, isn't it, that these big, powerful liberals have for small business owners? Isn't it amazing? I, I See, I'm kind of confused about
2: the story. So she owns the salon, right? She's the salon yes. owner. And what, some rogue employee just
0: broke in there and did Nancy Pelosi's hair? Nope. She has contractors who work for her. That's the way it works for some salon owners. The, the, yeah. Stylists are you know independent contractors, and but she gives them all the key so they can go in whenever they want.
2: Yeah, yes, because they,
1: they, they rent a seat from her. Right, they rent a right. seat. Yeah, but usually and the era era and era. all this stuff. So she, but here's
0: the thing: is that not only is Nancy Pelosi a liar, she's a hypocrite, and she is a really petty person. I mean, accusing it of uh, um, the, the stylist is defending Pelosi because she or uh, he. It's that guy you see walking behind her in the the video, and he's come out and said, you know, it was a setup. How absurd is it? And because he's afraid of his life, if he comes out and attacks Pelosi in San Francisco, well, his career is over too. He's just covering his ass. But the salon owner, Erica Kiosk, if you're not paying attention, she's ruined. But she said she was close to ruin, close to being ruined anyway because of lockdown. So she the, the idea so Nancy Pelosi comes in, shows that she's a liar and a hypocrite, doesn't wear a mask, doesn't mind going in there and not social distancing and getting her hair done when the salon by by law or by by edict is closed, like all salons in San Francisco, uh in San Francisco County and most of California. So she she knew that. She knew she was breaking the law. Then she comes out and says, Oh, I thought it was perfectly legal. She is a liar. She looked in the cameras and said, oh, we thought it was fine. We asked, and they said it was okay. And she said she was the only, I was the only one in there, she said. Right, but you see, she's not. I mean, she's she's not. She's the only one not wearing a mask, by the way. And she says, yeah, so they, I wasn't the wearing the a thing mask. The mask, was- mask is these people who... Nobody actually
2: believes that the mass saving. We know that because every time these guys get caught with the mic with the camera not looking, I remember a few months ago Caitlin Collins from CNN. They yeah, had her on tape. So as soon as the Trump press conference ended, first thing, rips her right off. That's what they do when no one's looking, because nobody believes this. It's all just like performative. You do it because everyone else is doing it.
0: How about the uh, great Janice Dean tweeted out a picture of Andrew Cuomo a couple of days ago. In uh, outside with his daughter's daughter had to mask and Cuomo did not. Cuomo, the biggest Where was that? It was right in Manhattan, I believe. They were right in like somewhere he just in walks Manhattan.
2: around Andrew Cuomo just walks around Manhattan.
0: Yes, he can do that, but you know, uh, unless he gets confronted by someone whose parents were that he murdered, but uh he uh, we'll get to Cuomo. He says Trump can't. Trump had better not come to New York or he's know. gonna get hurt. I mean, I, I hope the Secret Service is banging on Cuomo's door right now, waking him up for a little conversation. But we'll get to that. I got to get back to Nancy Pelosi because I know, again, they're going to cover for her. The media will, will, will have her back. They'll circle the wagons and have her back. But this is so despicable. She goes in there, breaks all the rules, and then claims she didn't know. She didn't know. You tell me this. Tell me this. Does anybody, and she spent most of her time recently in the district, not, you know, in Washington. She's been in San Francisco. Do you know anybody who doesn't know the rules as far as, haircuts go. I mean, no. restaurants. There's certain things that you're not sure about. Like I was in a car dealer recently and I'm looking around and I go, do I have to wear a mask when I walk in a car dealer or, you know, outside looking at cars, you know, with my daughter, am I supposed to wear that's a little, uh, nebulous, but the idea that you, what, you know, our hair salons are here, our barbers open or not? Does anybody, you know, not know that
1: I've been there many over the years. I've been there many times. I appreciate I appreciate the question, and let me just say this: I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of the neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years, many times, and that um, when they said what well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time, and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup.
3: And that's all I'm going to say on that.
2: Jerry, you I, wish she was on your team, don't you?
0: Uh, she is just vile. I want i want to break this down. On, it, it's just so despicable on so many levels. First but of don't all. Don't
2: you have to respect it, though? <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: respect like,
2: fighters like that on our it, team. Yes, that yes. That yes, yes. She, she, she is vile and around. she
0: is vicious. And she says, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe what I tell you. But I want to break this down because it's so absurd on so many levels. First of all, whoever gets a haircut or a blowout or whatever they call it, um, where it's not one on one, she said you're allowed to do it one on one. What other way is there to do it? You have, I mean, maybe she's used to having three people, you know, someone's doing her toes and someone's doing her fingernails and getting a picture. But but generally, when you get a haircut, Aiden, you know, whether you're a man or a woman or a queen like that, um, you. Um, are one-on-one again, ask your wife, ask your, your, your mother. Does anybody not know whether it's legal to go to a salon or not in their hometown, the place they've lived, a the place they've gone. She knew she was breaking no, everybody, the rules. Everybody knows so the she's rules. lying. About, first of all, she's lying about that. Yeah. We know she's lying about that. She, then she says, of course I didn't wear a mask. I was getting my hair washed. Um, uh, uh, do you? She says to the media uh, guy. Says, "Do you wear a mask when you get your hair washed?" The answer to that is yes. I don't get my hair washed, but I get my hair cut, and I see the other people getting hair, and they have to wear a mask. They wear a mask the whole time. You have to. the The hair cutters, the stylists, do it. The cashier, everybody has to. She knows that. She doesn't care. She knows masks are useless, and she showed it by her actions, not her words but we got to get to the setup part. Consider this, how despicable this person is. I was set up. She's accusing this salon owner who is pretty much ruined. Her life savings is gone. Her life is over because of these this mandate, because of the, the tyrants like her, like Pelosi, shutting down small businesses for political reasons. I don't blame Erica Kios one bit for releasing this tape, and showing what a hypocrite Pelosi is. It was beautiful. I, I hope she survives. I hope she, there's a GoFundMe for her because her business is over. But how exactly would you set her up? Did they call her and say, come on in for a haircut? No. She called them, or her assistant called them, said she needs a haircut. So she goes in there. There are cameras. There's always cameras, according to the owner. Everything is videotaped. They see what a hypocrite she is, and she shows someone, and it breaks, and it's public, and everyone... Uh, gets to see what a hypocrite. So how exactly was she set up the word? I mean, set up, where's the setup? But it's, she knows she, she,
2: she comes at, out with an answer like that, Jerry, cause she knows she'll get away with it. She knows her team will right. actually appreciate that, that you don't cower to the right. And, cause there's no, you can't give the right, any victories. And that's what you want as the leader of your team. Somebody who's just vicious and ruthless and awful. That is Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. There's a reason that she's the leader of the
0: party. Yes, I, I, I often wonder that. I look, I was just looking for the amount of votes she got. She's in a radical district. She couldn't get elected. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she ran nationally for anything or, or even statewide, she probably wouldn't get elected, although California's pretty nuts now. But she couldn't get elected in virtually any other state, any other district, any other office. And yet she's the most powerful, the, you know, the second most yeah, powerful I mean, person in the country.
2: Her. They get her. We get Paul Ryan.
0: Right. Enough said. And and she wouldn't be in the position she's in if they didn't fight so dirty. The reason she's Speaker of the House is the Russian uh, hoax uh, that that tarnished the president and and uh, drove a lot of the turnout in the midterms and got the house to flip. They lied about Trump. They lied about Kavanaugh. They sullied uh, you know the president, and it worked. It got uh, they flipped the house, and she became Speaker. And she shows her two colors. I find it amazing, though, that even liberals don't look at that with disdain, that this woman that you can't get a haircut, but she can. You have to wear a mask, but she doesn't. And then when she gets caught, she blames the salon for setting her up. And she doesn't take any further questions like, how exactly did the setup work, ma'am? What the hell are you talking about? Set up. I mean, I, I will criticize the salon for one thing. They didn't do a great job. She still looks hideous. But anyway, um,
2: (laughs) she really is the closest thing we have to Marie Antoinette. Yes. I mean, she is is that person. She just doesn't care. She does it because she can get away with it. She lives in, like you said, a radical. She has no chance of losing whatsoever. And when you have no chance of losing, that's how you get people like AOC, Ilhan Omar. I mean, those are the people that have no chance, the most radical, famous ones on the left, because they can do whatever they want.
0: I mean I'm I'm going to do this every day cuz it's driving me nuts. It's uh <clears throat> it's kind of personal. Yesterday a good friend uh, lost her business. I'm not going to I can't do it, get into any details but we've it became personal for a lot of Boston, you know, sports writers and media people when the fours, a very popular sports bar announced that they're going under. Was it they was it Jen Royal? On, uh, they can't hang oh. on It uh, it's not Jen Royal. Okay. Uh, uh really don't know her I
2: know but, you guys are good friends
0: no uh, but it's someone whose life has been ruined by the lockdown by the insane overreaction to the virus I think more and more people uh, are finding it's it's hitting home their their you know their local restaurant their 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 bar their gym their hair salon is going under and at the same time that their lives that their friends lives or their lives are ruined they're watching what Queen Nancy Pelosi is doing, and they're saying, "This is madness! It is utter freaking madness that people like Cuomo." we I mean, I think that the, the positive on the positive side, we're getting to see what these people are really like, and they are the worst. They are the worst of the worst. I tweeted this out last night because I was watching the news, and they were going from one city to the next, talking to mayors and governors about you know the violence, the looting, the, the lockdown, whatever. And I'm saying, one thing we've learned is the local, the mayors in most of our cities, are just awful people. They're incompetent. They're bad people. I mean, from uh, from De Blasio to Lori Lightfoot to Ted Wheeler to Marty Walsh to uh, uh Calcetti, it, whatever his name to, is, to the uh, Los Angeles, Tell what's Bowser, Eric Garcetti. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is remarkable the people that we've elected to. These offices, they're Don't just forget
2: Kurt Atoni,
0: Kurt Atoni, the worst of the worst, <laughs> the guy who's who just wants to control you. He doesn't care if what he's doing is working or stopping the virus, he just wants to control you. That's the way all Andrew Cuomo could be the single most despicable human being in, in it who's not you know in prison like Zarniev. He's not, uh, he should be in prison, but he's not in, in the whole country. I didn't know that before March, I know that now. Charlie Baker, is the Massachusetts governor, is a tyrant who who it was, it was just flat-out cruel. I mean, small business people are begging for mercy, begging. You saw that guy who confronted him in the street? He just gave him the back of his hand and said, get lost, Bob. The guy whose life is on the line, his life savings is wrapped up in a small business, and he's begging the governor, let but us go back to work. Believe,
2: believe it says, or not, it can F- get worse, Jerry. I mean, think, have you seen what happened in Australia? We have an Australian yes. person in the comments right now. They're, they
0: arrested a woman yesterday for
2: creating for, a Facebook group.
0: It's amazing. A pregnant woman. They arrested her and handcuffed her. for. Uh, she was uh, on Facebook saying that they should protest this insane lockdown. They arrested her. You're right. I mean, it, it is scary. It is dystopian, to use the, the word of the summer. But there's like no mercy for small business. These people, you know, like like Baker and Cuomo and Whitmer, who don't miss a paycheck. You know, hell, Cuomo just added people to his staff. You know, New York is going in in great trouble. I mean, let's be honest. New York, Boston, all these cities, uh, businesses are going under and these governors don't give a shit. It's scary and it's disturbing. And I don't know what to, what you can do about it. And they have the media covering up for them. It's, uh, I don't well, know. they the
2: will government. when they, when they run out of money, which a lot of them have, and now they're going to have to raise taxes. But a lot of the people have fled, the people with all the money have fled right. the state. So there is no money for taxes. And then what they'll do is they'll ask the federal government for money. Trump will say no, and they'll and blame it on him.
0: Right, Trump's the, the bad plan. guy. That's, and the I, plan. I, that's another reason that I'm so glad that we don't have, you know, Mitt Romney in the white house or or John McCain, or Bush, or you know Paul, Paul, Paul Ryan type, because they would. They'd send a check to all these cities that were destroyed by left-wing, by Biden voters. Uh, they'd be, you know, uh, passing out the money just so they would avoid bad press. They don't want to be viewed as some callous guy who doesn't care about the inner city. He has to, I mean, Trump went to Kenosha. It was a brilliant move, he, and he didn't meet with Jacob Blake's family. Today, Biden, who said, Trump shouldn't go to Kenosha is going to Kenosha. He's going to meet with Jacob Blake's family. You won't hear about this. No, no. Did you see the Breitbart story yesterday about, about Jacob, Jacob Blake's, Blake's father? Dad? He's going and to I- meet with Jacob Blake's father, who if you haven't heard, and I'm sure you haven't is a vile anti-Semite. Can I, can I read some of his Facebook posts? Yeah, read some of his Facebook posts, okay. which I, I, uh, hold, on. hold on. You're allowed to do this on Facebook. You're not allowed to defend J- uh, Kyle Rittenhouse but you are allowed or or say that lockdowns are bad, but on Facebook, you are allowed to do what Jacob Blake senior did. Go ahead.
2: Here's some of his uh, more famous posts. Um, A Jew can't tell me shit period. Okay. Um, The same pink toe Jewish people that control the interest rate control the media. They control minds and money. The Jewish media picks and chooses who is a terrorist and who's not a cracker Jew can do whatever to a white woman for years, but let a jig try it. Uh, (laughs) It goes on and on. Uh, Young, black, uh, Rachel, you know, Farrakhan stuff. He's got a picture of Jesus in the toilet. Another one. Here's
0: one. Kamala Harris.
2: may have you goofy fooled, but not me.
0: He's got a picture. This is the guy that blew over that one. He's a picture of Jesus in the toilet. Uh, He tweets that out. And he tweets out like great praise for Farrakhan. That's the guy American. meeting with Joe Biden today. Uh, can you imagine if this were some Trump supporter or, and and that kind of stuff was on his Facebook page? Can you imagine? Do you think CNN would do anything else today but show you that picture of Jesus in the toilet? Um, I mean, it, it's
2: amazing. And, and good. This is what you want. Good. I'm glad Breitbart put the story out there. They'll try to suppress it, of course, on social media, try to limit its influence. But people will see it. And this is who, I mean, Trump is going to meet with law enforcement officers who are working class people don't commit crimes. They go to work every day, they contribute to society. And Biden is going to <laughs> meet with this anti-Semitic douchebag who raised an animal. I'm sorry. If you're, if you're acting like Jacob Blake was, you screwed up as a parent. Okay. You should, Bow your head in shame for the job you did as a parent and that he's just whining about Trump's fault, blah, blah, blah. You're a horrible person. Go ahead. I want that to be the Biden coalition. That's fine.
0: with uh, me. I, And and I love the criticism of Trump for not meeting with this guy. I mean, I don't even know if he knew about these Facebook posts or not. You, you want to meet with this guy, a Farrakhan? supporter you didn't know that
2: Trump all Trump I'm sure Kaylee McEnany God bless her I'm sure she's in his ear I'm sure because she follows this stuff more than we do and Donald Trump Jr they they know what's going on and they know they're looking at conservative Twitter and they're seeing that the word is out we all know about Jacob Blake's past so there's no there's no reason to meet with this family you don't have to pretend to care about this guy
0: Uh, you know this stuff better than I do this uh this uh racist anti-semitic lexicon what's a pink toed Jew like, he tweets, I don't know. He posts, okay. he posts, here's a Facebook post about the pink-toed Jews. I, don't we all have pink toes, man? I don't know. <laughs> like, what does that me. mean? What does that mean? Any guesses? Kind? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, sounds bad, though, man. Oh, no, the pink-toed Jew. I mean, he. this guy is vile. He's just like his son. I mean, he's he's a bad guy. And Biden is going to have a photo up, you know, hugging him today. Good luck with that, uh, Joe. Good luck with that, Joe Hyden. Which is the nickname Trump settled on? Joe Hyden. I don't like it. I don't. Hyden
2: like it. Biden. I like what you said.
0: Hyden Biden is much better than much better. Joe Hyden. Uh, but I, I like doing
1: this. Uh, you
0: know, some I, people I, I obsessed.
1: Clarify the pink toe, if you'd like. Oh, you can you Excellent. Can. Yeah, know, yeah like just is it uh,
0: bringing something to the table. Here. Yeah, just what, uh, what it, is it, this? Is what Jacob Blake Senior is tweeting or Facebooking about? Pink-toed Jews. Now tell us, what is a pink-toed Jew? Uh,
1: well, they use it mostly on Snapchat, WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it just refers to a white girl, and that's it. it oh, okay. so, so A white girl. Well, he the is
0: obsessed guy. with the white, like white Jesus. He, he, that's why he put Jesus in the toilet, because it was a white Jesus. I mean, I think this guy has a lot to offer. I don't know about you guys. I think he's, gonna, I think he's a uniter, not a divider. I think today's going to yeah. go well. Uh, but I want to get to Facebook, too, because that's amazing. All that stuff you just read is on Facebook. You know what's not on Facebook? Um, Anything from Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyers, his legal team, has been banned from Facebook. If you say, if you state the obvious, if you state a fact, which is Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense, that is an indisputable fact. It's not, you know, admitted to on CNN or on New York Times or Boston Globe but it's a fact. You've seen the video, right? Aiden? You've seen, seen it. Of course. I mean, there's no doubt about
2: it. The, the first them. one they're, they're going to say, the second one's obvious self-defense when he shot the guys and he's on the ground. They're, they're going to say the first one was not because he was running away and it seems like he's cornered there. And then he turns around and the guy's charging at him and he shoots. But again, who runs after a guy with an AR 15? What are you doing?
0: I and and I love the criticism that oh, he shouldn't have been there. Well, he was there. He was yep. allowed to be there by law. That you got to get past that.
2: Why should he not have been there? But the rioters should. How does that? Why?
0: Because because the rioters don't you understand are doing it for the dignity affirming. Here's what Ayanna Presley said: They're there affirming the dignity of black lives. Oh, he right,
2: right, he's right, right, a
0: white right. supremacist terrorist. By the way, Ayanna Presley is on the list. Uh, His lawyers are compiling a list of people who defamed and slandered him. This is the same lawyer who got Nick Sandman a big payout. uh, And Richard Jewell as well got a big payout uh, for his client who's not a public figure. You can't just say things like that about him, uh, Ayanna Presley. They're coming for you once he's acquitted or once the charges are dropped, and they will be. But I find it amazing. They banned this guy, as you know well, Mark Dice, uh, from posting a video showing Kyle Rittenhouse with his little medical kit tending to some wounded people at the riot. That's all. There was like no commentary. It was just a video. He got that that taken down and his uh, account suspended because Mark Zuckerberg has decided that Kyle Rittenhouse is a, what does he call him, a shooter, a mass shooter, a mass murderer or something? That's okay. But if you say it might have been in self-defense, you get the post
2: Ooh, taken down. No, absolutely not. I can't be having that.
0: What if? What if they I, said it's good that he killed pink toed Jews? Could you do that?
2: I mean, well, can I be? A, first of all, I invented Facebook censorship. I people, conservatives are just That's figuring fun. out about it now. Followers of Turtle Boy know that this has been happening to us since 2016. We've had page after page shut down. I've, I mean, I mean, I got shut down. I got shut down because I changed my profile picture to a Yarmouth police badge. Uh, honoring Sean Gannon when he was murdered in the line of duty. He had like the, th- you know, the thin blue line through it. I got suspended for that because it was promoting sexual violence. So I've been getting, I, I feel somewhat s- sympathy for these conservatives, but kind of not because it's like one of the, like, where were you from, t- for turtle boy? You didn't speak out for the little guy and I'm supposed to feel bad for Mark Dice now.
0: Well, no, well Mark Dice is lashing out at all conservatives and Fox news because they won't uh, report this. And it's it's a good question. Don't you think it's a good story for a Fox News show for Hannity or Tucker when they and Tucker's done a lot of big tech censorship segments and he's done a lot of great stuff lately. He's he's on a roll. But the lawyers, very prominent lawyers for Rittenhouse, House, can't post on Facebook anything about their client because Mark Zuckerberg has decided he's guilty. That is insane. Ann Coulter has been suspended from Twitter for saying she wants Kyle Rittenhouse to run for president. I mean, that's just a snarky, wisecrack from Ann Coulter. And she can't, I mean, suspend it from Twitter, not uh, Facebook. It's
2: it's election, Jerry. That's what this is. These people have influence on the election. They... They have, they have millions of followers. They can share stories that other, and information and stuff like that. They, they can share the Jacob Blake dad story that gets out there and people find out that, you know, uh, Biden's meeting with this anti-Semite that might cost them 50 votes, let's say in Wisconsin, something like that. So social media now, the, the tech gods have the ability to restrict the flow of information, which can then affect how people vote. And they're, Meanwhile, they're the ones whining about Russians affecting the election. They're the one. That Jack Dorsey is a million times more influential than
0: Vladimir Putin. No, no, no question. Uh, more influential than anybody when you think about it. And it's they're not even shy about it. They're not even subtle about it now. I mean, they're not just picking and choosing guys like like Turtle Boy. Uh, they're they're going after big fish. You know, they're they're censoring the president of the United States, and I shudder to think. I mean, could you imagine? what's going to happen if Biden wins and they flip the Senate and they have the house, Your any I desire know. to any desire to bring big tech, uh, put them under oath and question them. That's over. That's over.
2: No, but but they, I, time I disagree. First of all, Elizabeth Warren has been one of the good guys on this issue going after big tech. And whereas a lot of people on the right, Jerry, it's, it's kind of like divided. The reason this is going nowhere is because the rights divided on us. You have the smart ones, the people like Tucker who get it people like, you know, the younger guys. And then you have the old fogies who don't understand how the internet works and they don't, and and their entire, they've just been trained their entire life as conservatives to go regulation, bad, big business, good monopolies. Good. We must not restrict them. And and that's what this is. And they're looking at it. Like we can't regulate Facebook because their regulations evil. It's like you, that's a losing strategy.
0: Well, you saw when they had Mark Zuckerberg there and that idiot from Wisconsin, Sensenbrenner, was uh, questioning him grilling him because somebody got uh, – uh, Trump got uh, censored or got uh, suspended from Twitter. So he's grilling Zuckerberg, <laughs> who's Facebook. Yeah. He doesn't even know the difference.
2: Yeah, that guy was great. and uh, and, and, I think-
0: and And, you know, that's – you'll see more of that, but I just think – uh, you know Warren might be an outlier but i think you're gonna you're not gonna see a lot of hearings about big tech censorship if they control both houses and the white house
2: and they'll say you know uh, the libertarians who are just cancer by the way don't just don't get me started on libertarians they will tell you, you know, just build your own facebook yeah just right. build your own twitter <laughs> oh i sh- you know what i should do jerry i should just build my own internet and oh, all i should build my right. own roads I should build all my infrastructure. I should build my own phones. I should build everything. What are you talking about? These are monopolies. You can't build a platform that 2.6 billion people are on. That's what's called a monopoly. They are a monopoly. And and if Teddy Roosevelt were alive today, he'd be hitting Mark Zuckerberg over the head with his big stick and breaking him into 50 small pieces. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're right. And the, the, but the winning argument is about publisher or not a publisher. They've made it clear uh, as, as, as Tucker points out all the time, and you've, you've, you've explained this before, but the reason they get away with it is because they're not a publisher. You know, they're just like, uh, you know, the post office. They're just delivering the mail. You know, they're, they're a media,
2: not they're a platform,
0: which is a flat out lie. We know that now. We know they uh, have a political agenda. They should lose that special car vote. They should not be allowed to claim they're not a publisher. I don't know how that ends but I think it ends a lot quicker if Republicans control the House and the Senate and the White House. Uh, just you know, maybe those old guys move on. Maybe the younger guys, the Josh Hawley's and uh, you know, and the, and the Tom Cottons, they understand it better than Sensenbrenner Brenner and these other yeah. old fools. And, and Somebody says in
2: the comments, we should call up Shiva and just invent the internet. <laughs> My guy. Who's coming on the live show today? Okay. I'll let the-
0: you. I'll let you tease that. I'll let you tease that. And I want to get to. Uh, I go back to Cuomo too because I cannot believe what that scumbag said. But uh, first, I want to tell you about Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete is a great company, a fourth-generation-owned and operated business that's working hard day in and day out to be your trusted precast concrete partner. They're a local company, but they're all over New England. They have four state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities, and they're hiring at all of them. If you're a contractor, let me tell you some of the products Shake can deliver to your job site ready for installation. Water and wastewater products, underwater stormwater systems, uh, stairs and bulkheads, deck footings, electrical and communication products. The list goes on and on. These guys at Shay can do it all. If you're an engineer, even better. Shea can help you design your next product. Shea can sit down with you. they got a bunch of smart little wonky engineers on the payroll, and those guys can help you design your next project. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. And you know what else you can do? You can check out the Precast Podcast. It's a podcast about the business, the best precast podcast out there. And you can learn more about their products. You can learn more about that business if you listen to the Precast Podcast. You can check it all out at shakeconcrete.com. And if you want a job, looking for a job, send me a resume at jobs at shakeconcrete.com.
1: What, uh, what uh, category is, does the precast podcast fall within? That's a
0: good platform? question. I don't know. Look, I think it's top of the Apple charts. You know, overall, it's right there behind Joe Rogan. I want We talked about Joe Rogan yesterday. I want to get the Turtle Boys take because this is amazing. So, uh, we, we're talking about big tech censorship. Spotify, Who? who I, I get confused.
1: Spotify is owned by whom? Uh, Spotify is owned by Spotify. I have no idea. Venture capital firm.
0: Spotify is owned by Spotify. They're a Silicon Valley company, correct?
1: Uh, I think they're, I mean, we can check that, whatever. they're, you know,
0: they're a typical liberal big tech company, uh, you know, their, their CEO probably makes a hundred billion a year and eats like tree bark and, you know, uh, does yoga six hours a day and goes to retreats in India. And, and, you uh, know, one of these weirdos like Jack Dorsey, like, like, uh, all the, you know, Zuckerberg and all of them, they're all weirdos, but they're all very, very powerful. They buy. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's a guy who was, I mean, he he was his own man. hes He does his own thing, and he did not get, uh, he, he was not censored in any way, as far as we know. Joe Rogan said one time, I think it cost him millions to continue to use the C word, which I'm not going to use here, but he uses it. And, you know, it may, he maintained sort of a badass image, a sort of a a rogue image. And then he sold to Spotify and you're saying, wow, he's really going to have the power now. Cause he had some juice and he had some leverage and they paid a hundred million dollars and he's going to do whatever he wants. Right. First day at Spotify, they take down all the interviews he did with controversial, you know, I, I guess they're conservatives. Alex Jones is just a lunatic. Milo Yiannopoulos and others. They take them the Milo down.
2: Milo was down too. Milo was
0: down. And I'm thinking, First of all, Alex Jones is the most entertaining one I've ever heard. He's a lunatic. But he is. They I have, have no story.
2: idea how hilarious he was until he confronted Oliver Darcy out there. Have you ever seen that? That's what got him kicked off of Twitter. He went on Periscope and confronted Oliver Darcy outside of the Kavanaugh hearing a couple of years ago. I can't like, that, but I look saw look at that that. Yeah.
0: Last look time at DC, when I was at DC for the, I went to the inauguration in just in the crowd at, uh, and he, we were hanging around that night just walking around DC which I love to do he was out there and his followers were all around him and he was ranting and raving and I'm, I'm explaining to my wife I said this you got to check this guy out this is Alex Jones and he had a camera guy following him around and I'm saying he's just a conspiracy nut uh but and he's I would hilarious. never I would never you know listen to him or follow him you know religion, yeah. but I would but I would laugh you're right I would laugh and when I heard he's the funny. So the Rogan thing, I don't know it if it's funny or, or not, but he's hilarious. I hate conspiracy theories as a rule, and I hate space. I don't like people talking about space aliens, but he does mm-hmm. it so passionately and so you know forcefully. You can't stop listening. And so this, I would think, if people wanted to check out Joe Rogan on Spotify, it'd be one of the first ones they would go to, but they can't because somebody at Spotify, that guy eating the, eating the tree bark and... and and doing uh, meditation all day that guy said i don't like alex jones take that down and either they're business people or they're not if you're a businessman you're running a b- and you want to put the best stuff up on spotify why don't you just put your politics aside your hate aside and put it up there
1: alex jones, well hold come on, on
2: yeah. I thought the whole purpose of going to Spotify was to avoid censorship that was happening
0: on YouTube. That's was my point. I, I didn't explain it as well as I could, but you're right. He was He was looking to avoid Being answering to anybody, he was looking for independence. Yes,
2: so who was betrayed? What was Rogan betrayed, or did Rogan
0: know this guy? I asked that yesterday, I tweeted that and said, What does Rogan think about this? Have we gotten an answer yet?
1: We have not gotten an answer, but here's and this isn't a sexy defense in any way, but the reality is. Spotify is going to make money on new episodes of Joe Rogan. They, Even though they're carrying the back catalog and maybe they'll get subscribers for the service because of the back catalog, they're not necessarily making new money off of old episodes. So if they raise a problem with some of the episodes in the catalog, if you're Joe Rogan, you say, all right, I don't give a shit. It's on my YouTube page where I make money off that anyway. So do whatever you want. It's not a big deal. I'm just saying
2: that could be Joe Rogan. Does that mean Alex Jones can't come on anymore? Is he banned?
1: That would be shit like then Rogan is a hypocrite, right? So if Rogan wants to have right. uh, him on He's again- He's a
2: recurring guest. He's been on many times.
1: Which actually would be an unbelievable marketing idea. That's why I'm kind of, uh, you want to talk about conspiracy theories. I'm kind of thinking it's a, it's a little bit of a marketing move because they knew this would create a little buzz. Maybe he gets- Alex Ooh. Jones back on, and he gets huge numbers again, and then Spotify makes actual dollars off that deal. Ooh, Just- that's a good one. I like.
0: I don't like conspiracy theories in general, but uh, that's a good one. Uh, do you think they did that for for buzz? And they will relent, and they will say, you know, Rogan's his own man. Uh, he wins. He can have whoever he wants, and we won't pull it down. Um, I, there's a bunch of stories. I'm looking to see who else. Um, who else they uh, yanked. Uh, other than
1: Milo and uh, a, a couple of comedians that uh, have some, I don't, right? I don't. Oh, Gavin I mean, well, McGuinness
2: You know Milo's career ended after his Rogan appearance because that's where he he made the comment about pedophilia and the priest that did whatever with him. He made it. He, he kind of made light of it, and that was on the Rogan show. He's actually exposed by conservatives. I mean, Milo was hilarious. I mean, he's ridiculous. He's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but he's. I mean, he's entertaining. These are just entertainers. Why can't we be entertained by funny people?
0: Uh, it's a good question. Gavin McGinnis is another one uh, who was banned. Um, and Tommy Chong <laughs> from Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong uh, yeah, right. You know,
2: it's an interesting one, Jerry is Laura Loomer. Did you, she, won a Republican primary yes. in a very purple district. And she has a chance to be a United States Congresswoman. She's and a, she's not allowed
0: to email. The email yeah, she can't of, do
2: anything. She can't open a bank account, which, which brings up an interesting thing. It's like, Okay, now how, like, it's every single congressman in the country has a Twitter account. Can Laura Loomer have one if she wins?
0: No, no, she can't. It, it, it's amazing. I was reading about that. She may win, and she's, 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 uh, whatever you call it, uh, Islamophobic. Would you say that? She does not,
2: she's mentally ill. She's insane.
0: She does not like Muslims, <laughs> but no, no, she's no, 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 no. in the general election. I haven't seen the polls, but if she wins, she will go to Congress, and not only is she not allowed Twitter, Facebook, anything, she's not allowed to, uh, to use like Venmo or PayPal, she's not allowed. I forget which company. Uh, she, we're talking about Comcast or Verizon or whatever. She she's been suspended from email. She can't email, and she might be a congressperson, which is amazing an amazing story.
2: Being from Uber, Jerry, as somebody pointed out, Uber.
0: She can't. She can't take an Uber. You know what? Uh, she might be a nut, but wouldn't you like to see her win just for the theatrics of it
2: all? Oh my God. You can't, I mean, she, She's she been kicked out of congressional hearing before. I remember like, remember right. it was a viral video about a year or so yes. ago when the guy, the Republican from Missouri there started doing the auctioneering part because she right. disrupted right. it with her camera and started complaining about Twitter. Why am I kicked off of Twitter? Blah, blah, blah. And then that guy started, well, I'm at 152, 152, uh, She. she That could be her colleague at this time
0: next year. I know she's going to be sitting next to Elon Omar, Elon Omar, who's anti-Semitic as a come, who said some people did something and you're going to have her right next to the anti-Muslim and you know, two young firebrands. Boy, yeah, that'll, be, have, that'll be wild. I Here's, I got to ask that. the chest today. I got to ask you this, Do you know, who Duncan Trussell is. It doesn't ring a bell. Duncan Trussell's is a comedian. He is, uh, uh, um, the first guest, I think the first guest of, uh, uh on spotify of uh, joe rogan comedian maybe he's an interesting guy but let me ask you this the interview is five hours and 21 minutes <laughs> i'm looking at the time of this podcast right now and i'm saying we can't go much longer people don't have uh great long attention spans five hours and 21 minutes is anyone you've ever met in your life heard in your life that interesting it's no. the number 2 podcast overall on uh, on Apple Podcasts right now. Duncan Trussell, 5 hours and 21 minutes. I'm
2: I think tempted- Joe Rogan's a little bit overrated. I mean, I've I've listened to his show. I've never li- I've I've never listened to an entire Rogan show, but I I think no matter Rogan like adapts to his Like de- His opinion changes based on who his guest is. If he has a liberal on, he becomes a liberal. If he has a conservative on, he becomes a conservative. I think he's a little bit overrated.
0: Right, and he endorsed Bernie Sanders, which was a big deal. But it was like the least thoughtful, uh, well yeah. thought out endorsement. Just says, "Yeah, I like him. I like him yeah. a lot."
2: He's not that interesting of a person. It's, no, it's but
0: he's but a he's a good interviewer, and yeah. I just, I mean, I, I've heard some. I look at it and see if it's someone I'm interested in. I'll listen if it's someone I'm interested in hearing from. And you know, some of the good ones that you've liked, like Tim Pool with the, uh, you know, with Jack Dorsey. I like yeah, that Davis. was a great episode. Yes, and he's had some, you know, he had Bill Maher on. He actually made me like Bill Maher, which was pretty wild. Uh, and he had our friend Lenny Clark, which was great. But five hours and 21 minutes with anybody. I mean, Fidel Castro didn't talk that long, did he, when he gave those speeches that went on, I mean,
1: Maybe he and, hits a lot of people that do cross country trips. You know what I mean? Like yeah, cross country truckers. I got there you. you. Go. There you
0: go. But uh, uh, you know, I, I'd like to. You know, I'd like to hear sit down for five hours and get grilled. Get grilled is Andrew Cuomo. Did you hear what this asshole said yesterday about Trump? Like going back to New York. Trump's from New York. Trump has a home there. Trump has a tower there. I don't know if you're aware of it. Trump Tower. That was, that that clown De Blasio painted Black Lives Matter out in front of it you know, he, he didn't social distance. He stood right next to Al Sharpton and painted the street. You can't go to church. You can't go to school. You can't go to the gym. But uh, he can paint Black Lives Matter in the street with people all around him. Why do you
2: pick there? Of all the places in New York, why do you pick Trump Tower? Great
0: question. It's almost great,
2: like he's trolling him. Like the yeah, mayor You can't see the control. words
0: anymore because the homeless people just take dumps in the street now and it's kind of covered with feces. But So Andrew Cuomo, this this, this friggin' criminal, this guy who has not only uh, direct, is directly responsible for the deaths of over 11,000 senior citizens, but now claims they can't find the records. You know, he's, they, they can't find those darn records, those, those orders that he signed to send all those seniors to their death. He is not only incompetent, he is downright evil. But he says Trump shouldn't come to New York because, you know, they'd be troubled. Do you have this, Dave? Because it's amazing. This is something... Even if you're an idiot, even if you're, you know, just some whatever, some podcaster, you know, don't, you don't, you know, you can't. Guy. Fret, fret. guy, He is persona
1: non grata in New York.
0: Uh, and as I said, he travels with bodyguards. He can't have enough bodyguards to walk through New York City. People don't want to have anything to do with him. You better stay in Staten Island. Don't bring that shit. To Manhattan, you're the mainland. Okay, <laughs> and um, I don't know what tr- how Trump's going to react. My guess is going to say, "Let's go to New York." You know, try, every time someone tells Trump he shouldn't go somewhere, he goes there, which I kind of like. You know, the I, Kenosha uh, thing. As soon as they, the mayor of Kenosha said, "You're not welcome here," and the governor of Wisconsin, you knew Trump was packing his bags for Kenosha, and it was a great photo op. He posed, you know, in front of all the carnage, all the damage that the Biden voters did. Uh, that's a smart move. He should go to any city. He should go to any city that's been destroyed by Biden voters and say, this is what you're going to get if you vote for Biden Biden. Uh, but uh, I don't know if the uh, Secret Service is looking into it or not. We got more from Andrew Cuomo's uh, brother Fredo from Tucker. And I kind of agree with Shattuck, who said that Tucker underdelivered. Overpromised promised and under-delivered with the sound, this, this secret recording of Andrew Cuomo, I mean, with of Chris Cuomo with uh, Michael Cohen. I don't know if you heard it, but it's...
2: The f- it's mere a- fact that they talk is freaking... You know, that's true. Why they, how the hell did that relationship start budding? I don't know. Not only did they talk, the conversation was like two hours. Was it from jail? Was that a jailhouse conversation?
0: No, I think it was before he went to jail. Okay, But it sounded like Cohen was kind of setting him up. He wasn't saying much. He was trying to get Cuomo to to expound on what he was saying.
2: So, so he was trying to screw over Cuomo and get audio and tape.
0: It. I think he was trying to get some uh you know something to keep in the bank, to keep in his pocket. Yes. I mean, isn't that how Cuomo co Cu- uh Michael Cohen operates? Trying to get something on everybody he dealt with. That's true. For, uh, for leverage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you if you were him? Yes. And I think it was um I think it was okay. Cuomo sounds like a like an asshole. Uh talking about you know the everything about the media and the sexual assault charges again or harassment charges against him and that kind of thing it, it doesn't sound like the same guy you see on cnn but hey who does i mean it was it was not that incriminating hopefully tucker's promising more so hopefully he has more and uh it won't matter i mean these cuomos are freaking bulletproof you know they can do anything they survive
2: he really is such a meathead, just an absolute freaking brainless meathead, Chris Cuomo. Uh, and the only reason he stays on the air is because, I mean, if you're going to be that much of a meathead, you got to be really woke.
0: You got to take but it at Trump. Don't you think worse than any of the audio tape you heard was the picture of him like making muscles for the camera, showing his biceps? Tucker has the best pictures of him. Like, who's, who's <laughs> yes. the best that, how about the video when he's working on the computer, like at work, and he's doing one arm like things with dumbbells? It's just. It is hilarious, but, uh, all right, turtle boy. Um, here's to your next hundred million. Congratulations on the hundred million. You have a big live show tonight that you want to tease, which sounds like it's going to be crazy.
2: Yes. So we have, uh, Dr. Shiva Ayadure, the runner up in the recent, uh, senatorial primary for the Republicans. Uh, he lost to Kevin O'Connor, uh, by over 50,000 votes and over 20 points. However, he is making some very serious allegations that over 100,000 ballots with his name on it were destroyed. So he's going to try to convince me tonight. As for now, I don't believe him.
0: So, so this will be, uh, I mean, assume he's going to go off the rails. You're hoping he goes off the rails. On cheap, your, he's going to go off the rails. Cheap, this is what he's he's going to go off the rails. What else you got on TV daily news? You had some great stuff. I'm almost getting like tired, numb to the stories of these tyrants, with the you know blue lives matter flags. Yeah, or, I'm almost done with those. I don't know if you saw the story where the uh, Ohio Ohio high an Ohio high school took the field with the blue lives matter flag. One of the players had it because their coach is a cop, and he's a heroic cop. He's done some great. And the superintendent said no more of that. He banned the blue lives matter flag from being. On the field, in the possession of the players, it's it's incredible. Every day, I feel there's like we some lost that one.
2: Like it's it's become so comp. Like when I first wrote the one out of Hingham, that was a big story. But every preceding one has been like, yeah, that's just that's just how things are now. That's I know. That's I know. And there
0: was a, there's a school uh, I tweeted or retweeted about this yesterday. A school that raised on, on the first day of school raised the Black Lives Matter flag outside the school, which is just. I mean, it, it's. By the way, I
2: do. Uh, can I can I have a touchdown dance here of the Joe Kennedy skull? I threw him in the Turtle Boy graveyard. My first ginger. I mean, let's not forget Joe Kennedy was up by like you know five to ten points in in various polls two months ago. Then I write the Monica Cannon Grant story. I associate them together. He refuses to disavow. He still takes her to events like she's some sort of you know legitimate public figure. And next thing you know, sinks like a stone. So word to the wise there. You can pretend that turtle boy doesn't exist and pretend that the Boston globe is somehow still the uh, thing that people read around here, but you're just lying to yourself and it's not going to help you in the long term.
0: Uh, the Boston globe won that one too. They, uh, yeah. they, they were with Marky, which is amazing. The Boston globe did not endorse a Kennedy. It is good to see the end of the Kennedy crime family, but it is sickening to see AOC with a victory dance and the globe with a victory dance. Cause they, their guy, Marky, who tacked left? Who supported the Green New Deal and any wacky left-wing nutty uh, uh, thing uh, issue? He was all in, and it worked. I mean, he's 74 years old. He's he's not the brightest guy. He's not. Uh, he's never accomplished anything, but he defeated the Kennedy dynasty. He he put put that uh, you know kicked the dirt on the on the last of the Kennedys. Sadly, I mean, this seems like the most decent Kennedys. This, he hasn't killed any women. He hasn't raped any interns. He hasn't really carried on the legacy of the Kennedy family. And he loses. He's the
2: millennial Kennedy. He's obnoxious and corny and worried about mean tweet. I mean, that's what did him in. That that the whole mean tweet thing. Like, um, can Ed Markey apologize because some guy with four followers in a Twitter egg uh, said, said said that I should die, and then my wife's. I could be the next. I could be the next Jackie. That could be me. Oh my God! Somebody wrote something mean on Twitter. What a freaking puss! <laughs>
0: uh, he seemed like a nice guy. Markey does not. But whatever. It's there's no difference. I mean, whoever won, they were going to vote the same you're
2: way. I know you're a Joe You're a <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I just not a Markey guy. I, I didn't know you were. Are you and the Globe and AOC are on the same page as usual? But uh, that is uh, coming up tonight on Turtle Boy's live show. So you can check that out and you can check out all his blogs at tbdailynews.com. Congratulations on the hundred
1: million turtle boy. Uh we will uh, talk to you next week. Who cares about the hundred million? He had his first ginger. That's great. That's great news. That's exactly. ginger the, in the grave. yeah, baby. Yeah, great how job. was it? How
0: was it? What is what is what is Kennedy gonna do now? Like, what do you do if you lose the first Kennedy to lose the governor? Governor, is that his next step? That's what people are saying. Ugh. He can't be worse than the guy we got. He cannot be worse. I'm going to have a lot more to say. It can get worse than Charlie
2: Baker. I assure you.
0: It cannot get worse than Charlie Baker. It cannot. We have the highest unemployment rate in the country. We have the fifth or sixth highest death rate in the country. We have been utterly mismanaged, and and at least 4,000 restaurants have already gone under. Another one today, the Poor House, another institution, gone, crushed by Charlie Baker, who has more confirmed kills than Chris Kyle at this point, who was just... Ruined small business, and worse, doesn't give a damn. He is the worst. He is not a Republican. He's he's just a tyrant. He's just an awful, awful human being. These, you know what? These restaurants every day—they're just going away, disappearing.
1: What are they going rep- to replace everything with? Like, is it going to be uh, chilies? Maybe like the yeah, ground. Maybe the ground right. round will come back. Like it's maybe- going to be
0: Subway. It's going to be chilies. What ty- what tyrants? What these tyrants do is they do the dirty work for the big corporations they're doing it for Amazon for Lowe's and Home Depot and McDonald's and they're crushing independent business independent stores and hair salons the only thing left when Charlie Baker and Andrew Cuomo and Gretchen Whitmer are done will be Supercuts Chili's Applebee's Subway you know McDonald's yeah. and then you know Amazon and and uh,
1: they're ruining. They're ruining the soul of this friggin'. City. I mean, I don't want any more like Thai mocha latte martinis. I'd like yeah, Dollar Starbucks. Draft, will,
0: Starbucks will be fine. The independent coffee shop guy will be. He will disappear like AJ Baker's police report. Just gone into the wind, into the breeze. That's the goal. Everything's going to be corporate. Everything's going to be you know just cookie uh, cookie cutter, and all the independent places which with soul, as you said, with character will be gone thanks to this tyrant Charlie Baker and all the fools out there who support him, all the fools who, when they get a call from the pollster, said, yeah, he's doing a wonderful job. I'd like to uh, I'd like to have one of them. You know what? Can we get somebody on this podcast next week sure. who wants to defend Charlie Baker, who likes Charlie Baker, thinks he's doing a great job? Either way, I had a source on the task force that liked Charlie Baker at the beginning of the lockdown who hates him now, who said he won't listen, he does not care. He is out of control. He is—he has one goal, two goals in mind: to continue to get, you know, the love from the globe and the the voters, and to get his guy elected. It's—it's it's a disaster. It's—it's it's tragic. It's—I'd hate. I'm not a. Well, I guess I am a small businessman now, and so are you, Turtle Boy. But God, would I hate to own a gym or a restaurant and just watch my life go up in flames while this. This this monster just giggles and smiles and says, "Hey, you know we got to do we got to flatten the curve." I mean, he's just ruining lives, ruining entrepreneurs, ruining small businesses, just like Cuomo, just like Whitmer, just like Murphy, and they don't give a damn because they're bureaucrats who have never missed a paycheck, uh, never had to lay anybody off. It's it's tragic, is it's tragic? And we will be. We'll have more to say about it next week because it's never going to end. At least it's not going to end until November, and by then there won't be a small business left in the in the state of um, or in any of the, any of the blue states. It's the same in New York. It's the same in New Jersey. People are fleeing. Businesses are are, are closing, and we sit there and talk about you know uh, whatever masks. Talk about do masks work? I tell you what doesn't work. Lockdowns don't work. We know that now. It's proven. It's established. It's and it is. Heartbreaking, just heartbreaking. But all right, football, football, football. Next week we'll do some football and we'll do some lockdown and we'll do some some other things. But uh, thanks to everybody, we we passed three million downloads about the same time that Turtle Boy passed a hundred million. But we're on our way. We're coming for you, Turtle Boy. We're on our way. We appreciate all the uh, everybody listens, rates, reviews on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all our wonderful sponsors, especially Shea Concrete. And Allied Paving and DCU. Anything else, Cullinane?
1: Yeah, yeah, and DraftKings and BetterHelp and Ooh, uh, yeah, DraftKings right, giving away. Right, right, wait. See, to you yeah. see the first day that we did DraftKings? Did you see the stock jumped? I did see that. It see, was because, because it wasn't because of Michael Jordan at all. It was because of us. Well,
0: that, that you know that was uh, that didn't hurt. But yeah, the first day that we signed on as a sponsor or they signed on as a sponsor for DraftKings, their stock price soared. They they know what they're doing, those those guys at DraftKings, our friends at DraftKings. We appreciate their support. We appreciate everybody's support. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again soon.
1: Why am I stopping? No one else stops.
3: I don't.
0: Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.